Hello, everybody, and happy Monday. It's the 9th of May, and this is the Did You Know podcast. Uh, we, I'm, and I'm Jan Moeller, the executive director of the Louisiana Budget Project. Uh, I'm glad you could join us this week. We are getting down to um, almost the home stretch of the 2022 regular legislative session. Um, I'm here today with uh, our newest policy analyst, Allison Cohen, who's based in New Orleans. And we're going to talk about money, budgets, and taxes for the next few minutes. Um, we're recording this on Monday. We usually do it on Fridays. Um, but the reason we waited till Monday was because this morning, just a couple of hours ago, uh, the Revenue Estimating Conference met uh, for the first time since January to update the state's revenue forecast. Um, and... As everybody expected, uh, the the news was, I think, fairly good. Uh, the budget, if you've been following the budget because of all the COVID uh, reconstruction and the, the um, economy in general is doing well, and that means revenues are doing well. So uh, what they found was we're getting a little bit more than $300 million more uh, available in the current fiscal year, uh, which only has uh, about a month and a half left to go in it. And uh, so that's, you know, recurring revenue, but that's really going to be mostly surplus revenue. And then they added $100 million to next year's forecast. So uh, we've got a general fund for this year and next year, that's going to be a little bit over $11 billion, uh, which when you compare to where we were a few years ago, that's really good. Uh, the bad news in this is uh, that the economists who prepare this forecast are basically telling us that the peak revenue year uh, for Louisiana, at least for the foreseeable future, is the year that we're just in. Next year, revenues are going to be essentially flat. They're actually going to be down just a smidgen over the current fiscal year. Uh, so what that means is that our post-COVID economy, our recovery, all the economic activity we've seen is sort of peaking right now. And as we look ahead into the future, and nobody knows exactly what's going to happen, uh, the economy is going to slow down. There's a lot of, uh, I saw news reports last week talking about a potential recession on the, for, uh, on the horizon. We know that interest rates are going up, which is going to have all kinds of effects on things like home buying and, and financial decisions that people make. So uh, when it looks like, uh, when, when, when we talk about state revenue, and remember, Louisiana can only spend on healthcare, education, and other public services in the budget what we raise in revenue, uh, we're not going to have much more re new revenue coming in. We've been on a growth trajectory for several years but those good times are kind of coming to an end. Um, and so uh, what this means for the budget, and, and I spoke briefly uh, with Jay Darden, uh, the commissioner of administration afterwards, um, you know, the good news is that they think that the, uh, uh, you know, obviously there's not gonna have to be any cuts in the budget. Um, they think that the teacher pay raises that are going through right now, um, Teachers are supposed to get a $1,500 raise next year and a $750 across the board raise for public school support workers. 
they're expecting that to grow now. So teachers will get a $2,000 raise. Support workers will be up to $1,000. That's going to cost about $50 million in the budget. But then they're thinking um, that they want to put a lot of this extra money away, even though it's technically recurring revenue, into some non-recurring uses, uh, specifically put more money towards the bridge they want to build in Baton Rouge, the new bridge they want to build in Lake Charles. And it seems like every single legislator has uh, a project in their district that they want to get funded right now while the state has money. So uh, it's a very different scenario than we had before. Um, but for those of us who've been around a long time, it is starting to have some echoes to the last time we had major budget surpluses. And that, of course, was in the years after Hurricane Katrina. Um, and back then, we also had a, a big disaster. It wasn't a pandemic, but it was a, a natural disaster. We had a lot of money coming in afterwards. We had kind of an energy boom going on in Louisiana back then, like we do right now. Uh, you know, the crisis in the Ukraine has driven up natural gas prices and, and oil prices are spiking upwards. Um, so the conditions are very similar. Uh, but back then, the legislature made a historic blunder in retrospect by passing uh, in 2007 and 2008 two major tax cuts, um, one under Governor Blanco, who was in her last year in office, and then one under uh, Governor Bobby Jindal when he was in his first year in office uh, that took about $800 million out of the state fisc at the worst possible time. And those tax cuts are what set the stage for a lot of the budget cuts that were to come in the early 2010s. Uh, you know, Bobby Jindal, and it's not all his fault because we also had a big recession and some things that could not be forecast. But we had some very deep cuts uh, to the budget in those years that we are still kind of recovering from now. Um, I think at the very peak, the state budget back then got about close to $11 billion. So it's, uh, I mean, uh, the, the state general fund. So when you think about the budget, you know, we're finally back to where we were about 11 or 12 years ago, uh, 13 years ago in Louisiana, maybe a little bit above that, probably below that when you account for inflation. Um, Allison Cohen, um, you've been on staff now for a few months. Uh, prior to that, uh, you were uh, a legislative aide. Uh, you worked for a state rep, uh, Amy Freeman, uh, who is somebody who came in after a lot of these budget cuts. She got elected in 2019. She's a wonderful state rep, somebody who uh, represents New Orleans. Um, but she's part of that you know, generation of legislators who, who didn't have to go through those budget cuts that, that marked so much of, of the last decade. Um, and, and Allison, you were also a teacher. Uh, so, so this, this teacher pay raise may hit home for you. Um, you know, my concern, and I think the budget project's concern is that legislators could be on the verge of repeating some of the mistakes that they made the last time by cutting taxes, uh, at the worst possible time, right before an economic slowdown and making the budget situation much worse in the out years. Allison, uh, what 
is on the table right now uh, at the legislature? Uh, what are the proposals out there? Where do they stand? Give us an update on, on the tax cuts. Well, thank you so much, John. Uh, really happy to be here on the Did You Know podcast today. And you're exactly right. We're facing a very similar situation to what we did post-Katrina uh, when we cut income taxes and other revenues so significantly. And we've been struggling to fund our dedicated uh, portions of our budget ever since. Um, and so one portion of the major tax cuts we're starting to see this session are potential sales tax reductions. Um, and let me also say that Louisiana is not unique in this situation. We're seeing state legislatures all over the country propose potential tax cuts um, because state budgets are seeing uh, such massive influx in revenues due to irregularities from COVID and um, uh, money from the federal government. Um, but we know in Louisiana specifically, because of our history with Hurricane Katrina and how we've been struggling to fund the budget ever since uh, the cuts we made then, that that might not be a good idea because we might not see such large revenue in future years. Um, so I said we are seeing a couple sales tax cut reductions and that is because we have a temporary 0.45% sales tax that is set to roll off in 2025. Uh, one of those is HB 450. 38 by Reb Bacala, and that would cut our sales tax revenue by about $435 million every year for the next three years. And that is a bad idea because as you said, that um, discretionary revenue that we have generally goes to higher education, healthcare, policing, other discretionary services. And in all likelihood, we won't have the revenue to fund that in future years. Um, we're also seeing another interesting bill, HB 1018 by Rep Edmonds, that also deals with the sales tax. And this version of the sales tax cut actually creates a sales tax fund in the Department of the Treasury. So we would put all that money, that revenue we're seeing from the sales tax into the fund, and then it would be required to go to certain services. And right now it looks like it, if this bill passes, all of that money that currently goes to essential services like healthcare and education would now go to infrastructure. And don't get me wrong, infrastructure is very important in Louisiana. We all drive on the roads and we know how terrible they are. Uh, but we see a lot of money coming in from the federal government right now that's supposed to go to infrastructure, uh, seven and a half billion over the next five years. So we at the budget project think that we should really keep that revenue uh, dedicated to essential services. Thank you. And that's, uh... That's really the crux of what we're talking about here right now. Um, and, and to be clear, the, the temporary sales tax that is on the books, uh, it's 0.45%, so a little less than one half of 1% um, sales tax that is temporary, that will expire, that raises close to a half a billion dollars a year to support essential services. Um, Let's be clear, the, the sales tax is probably not the best way to fund state government. It is a regressive tax, as we call it, because it's a tax that falls the hardest on low and moderate income families. Um, but it's still critical revenue that helps keep our budget in balance, make sure teachers and, and uh, 
schools are properly funded, make sure Medicaid programs aren't cut, make sure we can provide child welfare services. Um, you know, I was reading over the weekend about the, the juvenile justice system in Louisiana. Uh, they want to start putting 17-year-old uh, kids in adult jails uh, for committing mm -hmm. certain crimes. They want to unravel these reforms we just passed a few years ago. And one of the excuses I heard uh, or I read about in the paper was, well, it's just too expensive uh, to, to treat mm -hmm. these kids therapeutically. We should just throw them in jail with, with all the adults and, and, uh, and that'll, be, that'll be cheaper and more efficient. Um, and that's that the thing, speaks, y'all. Yeah, with, that just with, speaks to the idea that even today in a good budget year, we don't have mm -hmm. enough money to fund juvenile justice. We don't have enough money to, um, to fund a lot of basic services at the level we need. We have a lot of state employees, uh, a lot of jobs in state government pay so little that they're having trouble attracting workers. Um, Jay Darton this morning at the REC was up there saying, you know, we have a jobs crisis. We can't get enough people to go work in state government. Um, it's not because people are lazy. It's because those jobs mm -hmm. pay so poorly that nobody wants to, um, wants to work in them. And one way to get people to take those jobs would be to increase the rate of pay. And of course that requires revenue and when we talk about the revenue that comes from the state sales tax, um, the answer, of course, should be if you want that sales tax to roll off, you need to replace that revenue with some other source of revenue, whether it's taxing corporations, whether it's taxing oil and gas companies, whether it is uh, uh, taking away certain tax breaks from, from film producers or um, you know, many of the incentives that we give out as a state, uh, we should have that conversation about what to do with the temporary sales tax, but we should have it in a fiscal session, which is what we have coming up next year and in 2025. We should not be having it in a year like today, like this one, where legislators can cut taxes, but they cannot raise taxes. They are barred by the constitution from raising taxes. Um, so Absolutely, Jan. And I just want to make one more point. Um, we're getting some questions from legislators saying, wait a minute, we thought you at the Louisiana Budget Project don't like the sales tax. Why all of a sudden are you saying to us, don't roll the sales tax off this year? And that's because, because it is a non-fiscal session this year, we can't replace that revenue. So we're asking legislators to wait until a fiscal session to cut the sales tax if they choose to do so and replace that with other revenue. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. I think we, we should definitely have a conversation about how to restructure our tax system to make it more fair, more adequate, more sustainable. That conversation is uh, the Constitution sets a date for those conversations to take place. And it is in uh, odd numbered years when we have fiscal sessions of the legislature Next year is a fiscal session. 2025 is a fiscal session. And that's when we should have those conversations. Um, I just want to make a word about uh, uh, Rep. Edmonds bill, which, uh, you know, they say, well, we're not cutting the sales tax. We're going to uh, we're just going to divert that money and put it in a fund and, and spend it on something else. Um, that is shifting money away from higher education, health care and basic social services that we pay for out of general fund revenue. Um, I, if you've heard me 
rant about this. You probably have if you're listening to the podcast. Just a reminder that we have a budget that's, you know, an excess of $40 billion, but only about two and a half billion of that is discretionary state general fund. That's the money that the legislature has real control over. And that's the money that we uh, would be reducing if, if we uh, pass, if, if the legislature were to pass some of these uh, sales tax cut. Um, there's also an income tax cut bill that's out there as well, Allison, if I'm not wrong. Um, what's yeah, the status but, of that? Uh, so is that there, are a couple, there are a couple income tax bills on the table this session, uh, HB 917 by Rep. Beaulieu and HB 943 by Rep. de Villiers. Um, but both of those bills at this time have been voluntarily deferred. The authors have chosen to uh, take a look at them and probably not bring them back this session. Um, but ultimately, we uh, would like to perhaps cut the sales tax and replace it with maybe an increase to the income tax or something else. Uh, yes, and that is, you know, let's let's end this on a good note. Uh, we were worried at one point that they were going to try to cut income taxes right after they cut income taxes, of course, last year. Let's not forget that last year they also mm -hmm. passed a bill that diverts vehicle sales tax revenue away from the general fund and into uh, uh, transportation projects. So we're already, even if these bills fail, we're looking at something of a fiscal cliff in the years ahead. Um, Allison, thank you for staying on top of these tax bills. I really appreciate that. Um, we have a few more weeks before uh, the legislature adjourns on June 6th, uh, and we'll be watching these. Keep reading the Daily Dime. Uh, if you're uh, listening to this podcast, hopefully you're a subscriber to the Daily Dime and uh, keep watching your inbox for other email news about the session. Um, Allison, thank you for joining us on the podcast today. This is the Did You Know podcast. We will be back next week. And thank you so much for listening. Thanks so much, Jan. Happy to be here. Mm -hmm.